Welcome to the Digital Marketing Extreme Podcast, the podcast where I explain all the digital marketing methods to help your business raise awareness, get more leads, and make more sales. Hello, I'm your host, Matt Wasik. I run the website digitalmarketingextreme.com. It is your source for digital marketing tips and techniques for your home service business. In this episode, I want to share with you the details of a small business listings. I will go over what are small business listings, standardization of your data, listing profiles, aggregators, and citations. Hope you enjoy it. This video will go over the digital marketing concept of small business listings. Our agenda for this video is to first discuss what are business listings, then go through the process of standardizing your data. We'll then look at the general process of a business listing. We'll go over a, a number of actual listing profiles. We'll then talk about the concept of aggregators, and finally we'll end on the concept of citations. So, what are business listings? A business listing cons consists of three attributes, which are sometimes referred to as NAP, short for your name, your business name, address, business address, phone, business phone. Citations are places, are actual websites where you can place your business information to be found by the different search engines. Uh, one of the most important things about business listings is that it's a very important to display the exact same data everywhere. So this data again is your name, address, and phone. Exact spelling, exact address, abbreviations. Uh, it's very, very important to make sure this all looks the same. So business listings are used by search engines like Google and Bain to show different attributes in their search engine results. So this could include your location, your business hours, the contact information, phone number, email, website. Um, also, in addition to search engines, mapping websites also use this information to show your location of your business. Again, major ones like Bain and Google, but also other ones like MapQuest and Apple Maps. The benefit of, uh, of business listings to your digital, mar digital marketing profile is that it gives you places on the internet where your business can be found. Um, additionally, because um, many of these websites actually uh, show uh, different categories, you are also gonna be shown next to your competitors. So if somebody's looking for a specific industry or category on one of these websites, the uh, reason you wanna have your business listed on them is so you could be shown next to your competitors. Business listings is very important that you actually standardize your data. In addition to the three main aspects, the NAP, the name, address, and phone, there are other information that a business listing profile may include that would be a good idea to standardize. One would be your business description. This could be information about your business, its um, mission statement, its tagline, other things like that you want to convey to your uh, potential customers. Another thing that many profiles allow is actually a business history. This could again be information about when your business was formed, um, different attributes of how it grew, maybe some um, uh, different th awards you may have had or something like that. Additional things you may want to standardize on is your logo. Um, always using the same file so your logo always looks the same across all the different business listings you may place your business. Photos are very important. Uh, one, they show information about your business. 
but they also could show some behind the scenes information and uh, different aspects of your business. And the last, it's small, but it's actually the industry you're in. Some of the different uh, profiles have different categories you may go into. Uh, so they're not, uh, you know, uh, an industry standard categories across all the businesses, uh, business listings. But again, you want to look and try to uh, standardize that as close to possible across all the different platforms. Next thing we'll look at uh, briefly is actually the general process of how you go about setting up business listings. So when you identify a website that could have a business listing, the first thing you want to do is actually search to see if your business is already present. Um, depending on the length of time your business has been open, there actually may have already generated some profiles uh, for your business. If so, there should be a way to claim that business listing on that website. However, if you don't find your business, you can go ahead and create a new business listing. Many websites allow for free listings. There are some that are paid. You need to make a judgment call on whether or not that website is a good one to pay for to actually place a business profile on there. Since you may be doing many of these, it's a good idea to actually create a spreadsheet so you can track all the usernames and passwords that you set up and the actual URLs for the individual business profiles that you might create on this. This will make it much easier down the road to go back in and make any changes you might need to if you make any changes to different business uh, uh, characteristics such as your opening hours. The next thing we'll go over is actually some uh, examples of actual business listing profiles that are important to your business. The first one is, is something called Google My Business. This is a Google um, property that actually allows you to create a profile for your business. The reason this is most important is if someone were to search for your business name on Google, the Google My Business information will occur in what's called the knowledge panel that's usually on the right side of a desktop uh, view in the search console. So because it, Google's most popular search engine, having a Google My Business uh, profile page is very important. The good thing is it's free. Um, additionally, this profile of, will also show up on Google's Maps, so it's kind of a two-for-one there. Um, once you've actually set up an account using, uh, set up a profile using a Google account, there'll actually have to be a verification process. Now, there are a couple of different ways to occur, but typically this is where Google will send a postcard with a special code to your address, and then you can go back in and fi uh, finalize up the setting up of your Google My Business profile by verifying via this postcard. Another listing that you might uh, want to set up is your uh, Bing Places for Business. Um, Bing is the search engine uh, that is um, set up by Microsoft. It's also the default Microsoft Windows, so it makes it the second most popular search engine. Again, it is also free, and much like the Google one, um, it'll actually show up in both Bing searches and on the Bing map. It has a very similar process, including the fact that um, it might actually pull some information from the Google My Business profile. Another important listing uh, for many businesses, though not all, is actually Yelp Business. Yelp is a very popular review site, and so having a profile on that is important if people start searching for your industry within that. Again, this one is also free to set up. Um, one of the benefits of having a Google, excuse me, a Yelp business profile is it actually gives you the ability to have quotes sent directly to your business via an email address that you assign to. So 
um, people might find you and ask for a quote and they don't even have to do a search in one of the search engines. Additionally, Yelp is a review site. So you'll actually need to claim or create a profile in order for you to respond to any reviews that may be left on your business. Another one that's uh, useful to set up is actually on the LinkedIn uh, social network. Now LinkedIn is more of a business social network, um, but it does allow the ability to create a company page, which can have the additional information. Because it's also uh, a business social network and kind of uh, formed around the idea of putting up a online a resume, uh, a LinkedIn page company page might actually be useful for employee recruiting if you're into that. Lastly, uh, LinkedIn has a thing that allows for direct messaging between different people that aren't connected on LinkedIn. So that may also have some benefits if somebody wants to get a hold of you through that method. Next, we're going to talk about what uh, are aggregators. Aggregators are a special kind of organization that collects business details like the name, address, and phone number that are important for business listings. And they then take that data and actually give it to other sources. So if you sign up for a few of these, um, it actually could get your data out to a number of different websites that rely upon the aggregators for their source data. So companies will actually submit information to these aggregators for you. They're not really accessible to normal public people. So you actually have to go through kind of a third party and in order to do those submissions. Uh, companies that do these submissions are Yext, Moz Local, and Bright Local. Next, we'll go over the concept of the actual citations. The citations are, again, uh, starts with basically making sure you have the name, address, and phone number. But again, as I mentioned earlier, there could be other information like your logo or business description or business hours and things like that. So whether you call it a profile, business listing, or citation, uh, there are different words that are used. But here are some of the main top websites where you'll want to actually create these profiles so this citation then is accessible to the different search engines, in addition to the fact that people may actually find your business through these sources. Um, so just briefly, uh, we've already gone through Google My Business, Bing Places, um, but additional ones are mapping services like uh, MapQuest and Apple Maps. Um, Facebook, uh, Foursquare, there are other ones related to reviews like Trustpilot. There are more traditional uh, ones you may have heard of like the Better Business Bureau. There's some industry specific ones like Angie's List. Um, and then the list goes on. And this is just a very small sampling of the many that might be out there. If you're specifically in the home services industry, these are a few that are really good ones to get your profile on there. Um, Angie's List and HomeVisor are kind of the top ones. Thumbtack and Nextdoor are things that other people may have heard of. So we'll end up this video with some uh, final thoughts in the conclusion section. So what are the benefits of having businesses? Well, the first one is, again, just to provide your business information on multiple places on the Internet. These websites allow you to write these citations or business listings or business profiles that have the standard uh, standardization of your data, particularly your name, your address, and your phone number. Because these websites list many people within your industry uh, in different categories, uh, you will actually show up next to your competitors. So not having these listings on these websites does put you at a disadvantage to your competition. 
And the final big benefit is maps. Many people are using maps uh, to find places on their smartphones now with GPS. And so by having your business listings on many websites that have a mapping functionality, that information could be directly shown on a smartphone while somebody is doing a search for uh, your industry. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to learn more about how digital marketing can help your business, please check out our website at digitalmarketingextreme.com. Again, that is digitalmarketingextreme.com. Until next episode, this is Matt Wasik wishing you the best success in all your business endeavors. Later.